The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. In last week's podcast episode, I talked a bit about block scheduling and why it works in episode 121, The Essence of Holistic Homeschooling. Going deep on one subject for three to six weeks has many benefits, including more engagement and less stress. We all want that, right? So in this week's episode, this is episode 122, I want to share how creating a simple schedule with a block plan for your year can relieve overwhelm and help you stay on track. I'm going to give you some examples from my own homeschooling years, and I think this is going to encourage you to just sit down and create your own plan. When I started creating block schedule outlines for myself, I did it because I realized that I needed something visual where I could see my whole year at a glance. I wanted to feel in control, like I had a plan, right? Not someone else telling me what to do, but that I was grounded in my own plan, like I knew where our studies were going for the year. I mapped out our block schedule on a big piece of paper in such a way that it seemed doable and inspiring to me to bring these topics and lessons to my children. So when I first set out to create this outline, I just drew it by hand. I simply took a piece of drawing paper out of the paper drawer and divided it into 12 squares, one for each month, and I wrote the name of the month at the top of the square. I had learned this wonderful approach from my mentor, Barbara Dewey, and you can hear a conversation I have with her back in episode number two. So after I divided the paper into 12 squares and noted the months, I had 
how to look at the suggested topics for the ages and grades that my children were at the time. I would do this every year, in fact. If you want to see what those suggestions are from the Waldorf approach, you can hop on over to my website and check out the Waldorf block rotation for grades one through eight. You can find it at artofhomeschooling.com slash block rotation. So the themes and blocks for each grade are chosen to meet the developmental needs of the child at that age. I talk about this often here on the podcast and in more depth in my guides and masterclasses. My experience has been over and over again that children respond so well to the traditional themes and topics set out in this Waldorf-inspired block rotation. I've used this as a reference for all of my block planning and over and over again in our homeschooling years was just surprised and delighted at how spot on the topics were for any given grade and age. When I think back, I just as some examples, I remember second grade just being this year of sweetness, right? But also some mischievousness. Aesop's fables, along with some trickster tales such as Anansi the Spider, were just perfect for this age. Measurement in grade three gave my kiddos the skills they needed for lots of hands-on projects, and they were ready to learn those skills at that age. And then the Norse myths of fourth grade, followed by the Greek myths of fifth grade, just really captured my growing boys' imaginations and my daughters as well. Business math in grade six was so much fun, especially getting to use that tricky decimal point math for putting together a real business like a lemonade stand or a bake sale. These are just a few highlights from each grade, and I would match the block topics up with months. On our family calendar of seasons, this is how I created my homeschool block schedule. And it just felt really doable to start this way. I wanted to keep things simple. I had a tendency, still do, to overcomplicate. And I really wanted to simplify. So I matched up one topic per month. So while a block can be anywhere from three to even eight weeks long, I felt like three, four, five weeks, that length for a block was really the sweet spot for us. It seemed doable and it was way easier for my brain to conceive of planning one topic per month. Next, I looked at our family calendar to see where we might have travel plans, for example, where the holidays fell, where birthdays were, all those kinds of things. I wrote those down at the bottom of each square, and then I chose a topic for each month and wrote that in each square. Sometimes I wrote two topics. I have three kiddos and sometimes I combined everyone for our lessons. So we had just one topic and that would do. And then other times I was teaching multiple topics. For example, if we were doing third grade, I wrote farming and gardening in September. Or if we were doing fifth grade, it might be ancient Egypt. We often did outdoor types of blocks, sciences, botany, animal studies in the spring and fall because it's warmer here during that time of year. 
The next step was for me to choose books or resources that I was going to use for each topic. And this is where I would rely on all these little scraps of paper that I kept, notes of other people's suggestions that I came across or books, even things that I found at the library or online. I'd write them down whenever I thought of them. Oh, I want to use this geography book about maps. It looks so interesting. I want to remember to use it when we do local geography or world geography. So I would write that down. I'd write down the book title and just drop it into a file that was a future file. Eventually, I got to where I had future grades individually in files. But for a while, I literally had a file called future file. And I would just drop those pieces of paper in there so that at the beginning of each year or at the beginning of each block, I would take out my blocks schedule and pull out all those ideas, those pieces of paper that I had written for resource ideas and see what I had for the different blocks I was planning. I started keeping these block outlines year after year, and then I realized, oh, these could be really helpful to other homeschoolers. Lots of local friends had started asking me things like, what books do you use for animal fables? Or what book did you like for studying homes and shelters? That's when I realized it might be helpful to share these with other homeschoolers. So these block outlines became a part of my Homeschooling Simplified ebook that I wrote way back in 2015. This was the very first resource I ever offered, and it's now been revised three times. Those block schedule outlines are now a part of the Homeschool Simplicity Bundle, which you can find out more about at artofhomeschooling.com slash simplicity bundle. This bundle is great for new homeschoolers to help you lay a strong foundation for your homeschool. And it's also great for experienced homeschoolers who want to branch out into creating or customizing your own blocks. It has the ebook and these block schedules of my favorite resources, really the favorite resources from my whole team, three of us homeschooling moms, favorite resources for every block topic in every grade. And there's some training videos and beautiful planning templates and other bonuses. So this process that I'm describing here of looking at your whole year and then deciding what block topics to teach in each month and then choosing resources for those blocks This is what I teach in my course, Plan It Out, which I am in the process of revising this spring. I'll be sharing more about this in the coming months. We'll be doing a live run-through of the course in June and July, and I would love to have you join in if that would be helpful to you. The starting point is really to begin with your big picture plan by creating these block schedules. I'm keeping this episode short and sweet this week, but here's what I want you to remember. Number one, you get to decide. You're the leader of your homeschool, the captain of the ship, and you get to choose which block topics you bring to your children and when. Number two, keep in mind what's best for you and your family when you're choosing what topics to do. And number three, sometimes it's easier to just take out a piece of paper and begin to draw your vision for the year. Easier than it is to try sorting through a 300-page curriculum that someone else wrote and try to figure out how to implement that with your children. 
that's one of the biggest lessons I learned in 25 plus years of homeschooling. Let's start with what we envision. I hope you can take that to heart as you create your homeschool block schedule for your family. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you're looking for more support with this simple, inspiring, doable approach to homeschooling, here are just a few ways I can help. Get the Homeschool Simplicity Bundle to understand the essential methods and mindset to sustain a homeschool life you love. I also offer one-on-one mentoring and a membership community, Inspired at Home, where you get access to a library of masterclasses and group coaching calls with me. Links to all of these will be in the show notes at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 122. See you next time. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. 